0: I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Lawmen is putting into my running and I'm so far from my home. Noche, San Antonio. Welcome to Puto Safc. It's Shattuck. Clayton is here. It's a Monday night and we're watching some football. Not football. No accent. No accent. Sobre el U. <laughs> is that how you say that? Did I say that right? I don't know. Sure. Accento okay. yeah. sobre yeah. el U. Yeah, ooh. no, I think you had it right. All right, good. Buenas noches, Clayton. Hey, Maddie. Uh, I don't know what that is. Is that some Pittsburgh trash metal? Yeah, dude. So, well, it sticks. Like okay, and you didn't know Sticks rocked out like that. I didn't know Sticks was from Pittsburgh. I want to—they're not from Pittsburgh, I don't think, but maybe they are. I don't know, but I probably should have asked while I was there. But I want to—I want to tell you right now, and I haven't shared this story. I saw one of the coolest sporting things that I have ever seen in my entire life. At let me guess, was it? This baseball. You went to a baseball game. I did. You went to a football game. I did. And a college football game. I did. I would have to. And miss. and I stared at the uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds uh, stadium out my window uh, a lot of mornings, like watching their training session and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. doing a little, doing a little spygate. Like, a, lot, a lot of coach uh, Coach Lily and his bike shorts. Yeah, <laughs> doing do, do a <laughs> squeezing those those hams into some tiny shorts. Doing a lot of spygate. My my. Who's my it? My hotel was right at the con, so we've talked about... like Yes, many th- listeners were able to guess that. Yes. P- it- probably the hounds on the t- there was There was that, and, but, like, but it was a different perspective than you normally get when we see them on TV. It's usually looking out over the water from the stadium. So you're like, is that thing floating in the water, or how is that working exactly? So my hotel was overlooking... that. There's nothing people like more than hearing about other people's vacations. Yeah, and so... Tell us... Go on. No, just kidding. anyway. I, I just watched. I got just to watch there. I got to watch some of their training session. It was it's cool. Nice. It was just right outside. You so can see it. Yes. It's so. What time do they, they train? The, it was early in the morning when I was up like yeah. eight thirty, nine thirty. Interesting. Yeah. So they um, it's right at the confluence of all three rivers. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a, a cool little setup from where my hotel was, and then right on the other side of the river is PNC Park. On the yeah. other side of the river is whatever they call the Steelers play. But what I was gonna say, the coolest sporting things I've ever. College football, that's my guess. No. Nope. All right, I'm good. Nope. Going. Although, you know how we played Country Roads last week? Yeah. So, West Virginia, they withhold Country Roads. If they don't win at home, <laughs> they don't play it, dude. Wow. They withhold John Denver from those people. Victory Bell. Luckily, while I was there, they won, and it was a terrible football game, and... But what I do love, you get to sit there and say, eat shit pit. That's what they say when they play pit. I haven't told someone to eat shit in probably 30 years. but you, back. But you, you can just, yes, back. that's that what is, I'm saying. That is a PC-proof thing. Yeah, yeah. eat shit. Eat shit. It goes for everyone. You it's, know, and it's. It's, it's not demeaning. It's, it's just a, I don't like you. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, I'm just going to get it out there and let you know right now. And we're going to move on with things. <laughs> and I loved it. You could, People were just walking around telling people to eat shit. Hey, eat every, shit, Clayton. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good. It's yeah. Like, all right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, all right. You know. So anyway, they withhold John Denver if you don't if you don't win. But luckily they won. So seen 75,000 people sing country roads Post game. Yes, post game. Pretty darn cool. But even cooler than that, in the fourth quarter in a critical moment of a Steelers game, they play the song that I just played Renegade mm. and they start out slow with the terrible towels and and as it picks up, all hell is breaking loose with the terrible towels and like they're all going like simultaneously you look out and there's there's 85,000 people waving their terrible towels. Pretty cool when that song starts rocking out, dude, like in the fourth quarter. Loved it. Is Loved that the it. biggest team in Pittsburgh, the Steelers? Oh yeah, more than the Pirates. The yeah. Pirates owner is terrible Okay. and is sold all, and they take their sports so seriously. They know that their owner is terrible and he's constantly selling any any like they're like, Mike Tomlin is a god. You know but what I'm they saying? they built that new stadium. Why didn't he spend money on the Pirates? I, I don't know. But here, a quick little story. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Rooney family, you know, they've been the only Steelers. owner of that team of the Steelers. Yeah. They're not as old as you think. They were in 1969 was when, was when he bought that franchise. He bought that franchise or started that franchise with $1,200 that he won at the, the horse track. And they've been the only family that ever owned, and they've only had three coaches in their entire since 1969. Like, how spoiled are they? Chuck that would be. Chuck Knoll. Uh huh. Second, won Super Bowls. Someone Mike Tomlin. On, t- on TV. Someone then Mike Bill, Tomlin. Bill Cower. Bill Cower. Then Mike Tomlin, dude. Like, oh, and gosh. this isn't the Puro Pittsburgh show. It's not Puro at all. But I just wanted to explain the music. You know how I like to tie it in somehow. Well, we we're talking at Sunday soccer, Clayton. Looking forwards, a little peek into the future, and they're above us in the standings, if we make it to the USL Cup, there we go. There's the tie-in. That could be a winter slash fall trip to Pittsburgh for anybody any of our listeners that are die-hard that are thinking about something like that. Pittsburgh, <laughs> not an easy place to get to. No direct flights from San Antonio, Texas. I don't. I don't, I don't care about that. All right. Well, just let like know. But we were great. To, great. great, but. More importantly, that's how much the, my attitude on the team is. I would go back to Pittsburgh. A, it was a very cool city and very hospitable. Yeah. B, B, it would be the finals. How about that, though? In two weeks, we went from uh, a lot of games without a win, a lot of games with a lot of ties, and all of a sudden, we're talking about USL final plans. Yeah, Puro SAFC. Does that's... that reflect our change in our attitudes on the team, Clayton, in those two weeks? We skipped a week here. We had two. We got two games to review tonight. Yeah, is this where, is, is, sorry, is this where the formatting question is going to come out? Maybe soon, but okay. Big picture, my my view towards the squad hasn't changed in those two weeks. I think that we, despite during that winless stretch, you know, which was what four games, five games, uh, six or seven. Was it that many? We had six ties and one loss. I, we, were, we weren't we were really negative at, like, we L- weren't... Since August 19th, tie, 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 loss, tie, tie. I haven't been the sky is falling at all during any of that, that I, that I recall. We were critical of certain things. We were asking questions. Does he know what his best yes. 11 are? Things like that. But never like oh despondent like oh man look here we go again you know that kind of thing like okay now it'll be my format question for you then okay tonight do you want hot takes that you get to respond to or do you want questions to respond to i want questions the the the, the days of the hot takes are are over for me all right like, question 1 A. smith there we go question 1 have your has your attitude towards the team changed since Two weeks ago. It's been two weeks. Uh, very little. Okay. But the change is in a positive direction. Um, not just because of this result. Okay, so I didn't get to watch the whole Tampa Bay game. I just got highlights because I was out of town. But um, but definitely attitude change in a positive direction based on things that we talked about that were negative. Yeah. During, and, and now that I'm seeing positive just with a few tweaks to personnel. Yeah. Okay. Yes, me too. Okay. I am much higher on the team than I was two weeks do ago. Do you want to guess at what the positive tweaks that I see are? Well, I can guess. They're obvious. I mean, we, we talked about it Every on here. I did. We? Oh, I don't know if I have three, but you go. Let's see. Well, my, I got questions. What do you guys okay. to say? All right. Then look, look, then, I'll, then I'll expand. Okay, expand. Where the positive comes from. Uh, the press. Mm. The, the press... Um, I didn't get to see Tampa Bay, so I can't speak directly to Tampa Bay. But um, against uh, against OC this weekend, our press pressing was noticeably better than it was at all during the, the six-game winless streak. For Kate and Kathy and other non-players out there, do you mean, and I think you mean, not just 1v1 defending, when someone has a ball that I press you for the ball that... Our defense in the other team's half... Yes, what we want to do is collectively press them Defense making mistakes. Defense on their end of the field. Yes, exactly right. Not in our end. Exactly right. We go up and we make a mess up. That's what we want to do. That's what we've wanted to do for the last couple of seasons. When it hasn't been working, that's when we struggle. When teams are able to beat it, that's when we struggle. (laughs) But when it's on... We look good and it's what they write articles about us about. Well, I think I know why we're pressing better. Lay it on me. For the back. Do you like a back four, Clayton? So, um I think it was both games. I I still thought it was 3. Oh, Saturday night at the game was did you think Maloney was 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 in the midfield? No. no, he no, he was playing right back. Yes. And uh Shannon Go... Does she, No. Joe oh, Joe. I'll started. tell you the lineup on Saturday night. That's right. Tanner and Tulu. Yes, in the middle. In the middle. joe and Maloney outside. Oh, there wasn't a That's third it. center back. You're 100% correct. that was two not a weeks third ago, back. Two weeks ago, the Tampa Bay game, I was watching with my kids. It was really... It was watching at Ryan Yaden's house. So I was watching the game, but I wasn't paying attention. And I thought, man, I think something looks a little different. I think I think it was also four in the back. Is that the first time we've played true 4 in the back that you think? Um uh, I remember it in a game or two when we were out of players uh, and yes. we had to. So my next question is was 4 in the back because of a su- because of injuries because our only defender substitute on Saturday night was Batista. Yes. There was no Garcia on the bench, there was no Manly on the bench and we uh, I don't know if we have any more. But I I don't think that you changed to a back four at this point in the season, well, after two did. years, we did. I, I know and we won. Unless Florida it's, enough, unless it's absolutely personnel dictated, okay. And and you could make the argument. Look, we played better. If that's the way we played against Tampa Bay, we played better and got a what I think is a good result against against the team. Even though we can argue about that, not at and, all. And then um, and then got a really and then got a really good result against the team that was breathing down our neck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I think you could argue. Well, let's stick with it. That's what we're gonna do. Maybe he's experimenting with that. But I think it's personnel, personnel based only. Because I looked up and I was like, "Where's Fabian Garcia?" I didn't know that he had gotten a red card at the end of the game against Tampa or something like that. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Apparently, he that's got, not in my notes. He, I saw it. I saw some banter on the oh. uh, on the on Facebook or something like that that he had gotten a red card. After the game, either a second yellow or a straight red. I don't know. And then somebody posted the the it was upheld by the referees review board or whatever. Okay. And so so Garcia was not there because Manley's been hurt a bunch. Yes. And Batista's Batista, and you kind of want to have one in reserve anyway. Well, I mean, you don't want to start your only three center backs. Can you play Batista in a back three behind Joan? That's pretty dicey, right? (laughs) We've done it. I know we have, but like, I'd rather have him on the bench as a sub. Let's put it this way: if I'm Coach Marcina and I put on those gold shoes, I'm not playing <laughs> Joe. I'm not playing Joe and Batista on the same side. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. Uh, I think the back four was the key to everything. I'll say that. Like it, the reason we pressed better because we had more numbers higher up the field. We had more people to press. The reason we soccered better... Did you notice that we soccered better? Oh, but somebody said that to me. Oh, a friend of the pod, Chris Carl, said that to, to me on Sunday. He goes, it looks like we're, over the last few games, we're going to try to, to have the ball more and try to do more with the ball. Yeah, and this gets... I mean, when you look at our lineup, the way we had it, and the players on our roster, this just fits our players better. Like, we have creative attacking players. And we talked about it during the... During the lull or during the dry spell. Yeah. Or, or I know I mentioned it. The the asses and elbows playing the ball to Tiny O and asses and elbows versus two players. That was getting old, man. Yeah. Like we couldn't. And so I think we only did it like four times where where somebody this this weekend on Saturday. Where you somebody banged tenmin- it out of the back. I was. Where somebody's and, and he's going like this and he has doesn't even know the ball's been played. And then, and then he turns around. He's got two guys on him, but what's he gonna do if he gets? You know, hey, I'm I'm okay with that from the keeper, or on a desperation, we're in our own corner. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be plan A. It shouldn't be plan A. Right when called for, and it's one v one, and he's sprinting out. Hey, give it a shot. Ja'Cory Hayes with the ball at his feet more in this game against OC than any game that I can the remember. the whole year combined. Yeah, maybe. Thank you. Yes? He had a, a couple key passes in my notes. I mean, I, I didn't say, like, he's not unlocking defenses or anything like that, but the ball is at his feet. Yeah, And, and you know, like, we know he excels at, without having the ball at his feet. We've been praising him all season long about, like, man... You don't know he's even out there until he does something where you're like, "Oh shit!" There's Corey Hayes right in the right spot at the right time. He had the the first pass on two of our goals. The first goal, Nathan in the sixth minute, he had the first of five straight passes. We made five passes, yeah. and scored. Yep, I don't think we've ever done that before. I mean, the, there was a lot of c- combining that you know, and maybe maybe like you said, having guys extra guys forward in Four their half- the passing. pass now, now they now they were not very good with the ball, especially in the first half, correct? There were a lot of turnovers. And, like, part of that was us, I'm sure. Yeah. Part of it's us. But part of it was them not being good and saying, we're we're going to play the ball out of the back regardless of, of whether we're good enough to do it. Maybe maybe they thought that that was going to work because we usually have five defenders. And when we come out in a new lineup, new formation, all of a sudden there's not that space to pass it around yeah. forever. Um, I don't remember – Nathan Bean, that bit—he was right over next to me right. in the first half. Nathan, point. Nathan, bigger, faster, stronger than I, than I remember. He's leveled up, as they say. Yeah, he's more Gabriel Jesus, less Babeto. He's and he's involved or Robin or Robinho. He's he's unlocked. He he's not he, Hulk yet, but he's but he's Gabriel Jesus. Let's say in these two games, he comes up a lot in the notes. Whether yeah. it's the pass, the shot the goal, the steal. He was more Patino first time around with yeah. us where he kind of just in the right spot at the right time, making the run off the back shoulder, that kind of stuff. Uh, he came and pressed some guy over yeah. on the sideline in the first half and when he was and like slid and like got a deflection and then got up and like his shirt was all wet and his shoulders were big, dude. He was he was he, he looked was big. You know what is he? 25? I don't know that. I He's don't not know. 32. Yeah, there we go. He's he came to us on the younger side a couple of years back. I feel like he's just matured into an adult soccer player. Like he's in the golden years. I didn't when we signed when we re-signed him. I didn't first think to myself, Ah, no. oh, he's going to help with the press. This is going to be great. At that time, we were still we were calling out Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. That's what I was going to say. Is he the thing we needed instead of Dylan? Nathan's given us what we wanted Dylan to. He's, he's showing us Dylan-type qualities Passing. You know, that, that I didn't think I was going to get. Yep. Yeah, in the first goal, he's the one. He's involved in a lot of these goals. Yeah, I mean, he was team of the week. He was team of the week last week after the Tampa Bay game. He should be this He should be team of the week again after this he week, could. too. He scored the first goal, and then he's involved in other ones. At least one, another assist. Patino, it's almost like Patino didn't respect Tiny O or didn't ever want to pass to Tiny O. But now that Nathan's here, he... Patino seems a little more involved. A lot more combining yes. r- between the guys up front yes. than we had seen in the past. Instead of like the old like like Waddle Lineker English, <laughs> like the tall guy will win the header and the other guy will run off of it and, and get to it. I mean, there was some of that between them. But that, you can't... That's the, that doesn't work anymore. It doesn't. Yeah, the first goal was ball in from Zaheer. Uh, Patino gives it to Tinyo, Tinyo gives it to Nathan and we score. So all three of them involved. Do you think do you think um part of the the, the better soccering and having the ball in the middle of the field is is like shit just give the ball to, to, to Z and let him <laughs> you know what I'm saying like the more the ball is at his feet, the probably the better we're going to be. Did you think they were doing that on Saturday? I mean, I don't know if they were intentionally doing it, but because Hayes had it more, Zahir had it more. You know what I'm saying? Like he also just has a gravity about him. He's in the right spots. I mean, he he like he when moves he, into an open space and gives you a good angle to play the ball to. Yeah, and when he gets it, he tends to do something positive with it. He's driving forward yeah. at someone. Or spraying it wide. Yeah. Or playing it through. I mean, art the days of a guy that really drives the ball like in the midfield, like goes at somebody in the center of the of the of the field. They're pretty limited. Like I mean, the that's a ten. yeah, the the real ten. You the know, like Pirano that we cut. Yeah, they're not they're they're not real easy to find. Jorge, yeah, Christian Pirano. We've had a few of them. That's not Z though. He's driving the ball to find through the, the middle through the middle third and then get it to Jorge Hernandez and yes. then he keeps going forward and then Hernandez once again. You know, Great like game. I mean, he has so such calmness when he has the ball around the box. Even when he has multiple people. I don't ever think he's going to lose it. He may yeah. not make a penetrating pass, but he's not going to just turn it over, put his head down, and they're going to they're go forward for 30 or 40 yards before we can stop them. Yeah. So here's kind of like Yunus Musa, huh? Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting at. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Just progressing the ball. Yes. However it happens. Yeah. Ball progress. We're going to matriculate the ball between the tackles. What do they call it on the Scuff podcast? They always use this term field field general it's when you control your space when like your 10yard area is everything around you is Clayton's ball. Oh we've, we've talked about this before you've yeah. mentioned this before it's okay. like a German word it's like field commander or something uh, pitch pitch control okay Z's got pitch control yes like when the ball enters he has a magnetic force that if the ball enters his area he's generally going to get it and come out of that area with the ball right for our team. Um And Hayes does too Yes Go ahead Um Transitioning This doesn't have Are we still on question number one I got a question for you Okay there we go You got a new one You want to go Progress down the field Matthew Progress Field commander Who's your new uh, Who's your starting goalkeeper Clayton Um The guy we have now Ooh Yeah The the new guy March Marchman is that his name Nick Marsman Marsman Marsman. Dutch Um, Belgian Dutch Europa League experience. I know 27, you like that. Twenty seven starts in the Europa League for Fight Nord. You're a big Europa League fan. For, yeah, I, I love it. I seriously. Anytime I can get into the Euro, I'm gonna bring it up. If you got a Thursday, <laughs> yeah. you're watching Europa League. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm on the the Whip Around show, you, you do watch me? it. I watch Whip Around. The, dude. the listeners probably think we're being sarcastic. No, 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 no. Whip Around on I Thursday. I do with Europa League. Whip Around on Thursday afternoon before I have to watch the crappy Amazon uh, NFL football game. Yeah, I watch. I'm watching the whip The right. Europa League's like the, the Champions League Sancha for me. Like, <laughs> I don't want to touch it. It's got... It just is icky. Anyway, uh, played for Feynord, who's the, cha- the champion in Air say right now. I don't know how many seasons ago he played there, but he did. Yeah. And has been with Inter Miami. Played with Messi. Right? You know why he got cut? No. <laughs> did he take Messi out in practice accidentally? I had to Google it because I couldn't remember this guy. He's the one that made negative comments right before they signed Messi. He went on record and was like, we're not ready for Messi. Our stadium's not ready. Our team's not ready. Our coach isn't ready. Like, we haven't done the work. Welcome to San Antonio! (laughs) Welcome to San Antonio! (laughs) And he never played again. They cut him the next day and they signed Messi. Okay, so lots of questions from people... On websites and just in the Why, why, why? why? What is, what's the point of this? And so and I'll tie in what I think, why, and why I prefer him over Jordan Farr. Jordan Farr can still do the spectacular. He still will make the spectacular save. I want Jordan Farr to make the routine save and the routine right play 99% of the time, not 85% of the time or 75% of the time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we have, we've seen out of the box multiple times, ball bouncing over the head a couple of times, balls pushed into the middle of the, in the playing field that should be parried out of bounds. We've seen just flat out balls just bounce off of his arms and into the side of the net. All right. So that's six to eight plays just throughout the season. That's, and this isn't anti Jordan, but that's probably of the number of plays he's had to make. That's probably a 10 to 15% reduction in the number of plays that he didn't make appropriately. And none of those that I mentioned were particularly difficult things to do. And we want our key, I want my keeper to do the routine perfectly and occasionally show me the spectacular. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, we played with Randy for years. Here we go. Randy's. His RPMs. His RPMs. RPGs. Randy's per game. Yes. Yes. Jordan Farr's RPGs. we're about 1.0 this year. Yeah. But you're going to get one play a game where you're like, eesh. Yeah. yeah. And we, and this is not anti-Jordan Farris. This is not... I mean, in, in Jordan, in the, in the other anti, in the other end, like, spectacular saves. Yes. One it's, per game where he saved us a goal. Yes. And so it's really hard to judge that. Like, you're getting good, but that's you're getting the thing that math. you really remember, you know. Not the, uh, not the. Well, I mean, we remember the big we guys. Remember them. Yes, so, I don't know. Streets remember. So I think, obviously, I think I'm not the only one thinking that way in Spurs what, sports and entertainment. Like, well, uh, clearly, yeah. yeah. What was your first thought when you saw that we'd signed a new goalie? Exactly what was going on in my head? Too many, too many mistakes on the basics. Because yeah. mine was kind of like, I love Jordan Farr. I think he's a great keeper in this league. Like if Marsman doesn't stick around, we should start far for the next three years. Alright? But I was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, I I can see why. It's and, a, and we've been talking about it. It's a difficult position to hold down. There's only one of you. And there's a lot of teams, not maybe not in the USL, but in the like Premier League and around the world. Most teams have two really good goalies. You think? Yes. Does Middlesbrough? Not this year, no. <laughs> Do they no. have one really good goalie? I didn't even think they did last year. Zach <laughs> Steffen was their starting goalie. Like, I mean, I feel like if you have one, you're good. I mean, here's you've you got to have competition at that position. If a guy gets lazy, I, I think, you know what I'm saying? I really think there there needs to be. But anyway, we're not going to take a guy on loan that we're not going to play. And so people asking, why is this guy coming in and playing right away? He should just be kind of backing up Jordan in case something happens. He's got to play – we think the rule is he's got to play five games, which is ironic. I don't know if it's ironic, but considering we got Jordan Farr on an emergency, guy had never even probably set foot in the city of San Antonio, and next thing we know, he's winning a, a championship for us. What was that? Two years ago, we got him like that, and then last year – it wasn't the year we did Oh, yeah, it wasn't was the year we won. It was the year we lost to OC in the penalty shootout. I was thinking it's kind of like uh, girls that cheat on their boyfriends or boys that cheat on their girlfriends, like – I mean, Jordan Farr. We brought you in as an emergency loan for the playoffs. We cut Matt Cardoni. Did he get hurt? Who hurt? Card- Did Card- Did yes. Get- remember, he hurt his back. <laughs> remember, his back was me. And we were down to zero. Oh, we had the academy. Our only, our only backup goalie was the academy kid. So we brought in Jordan Farr last minute. And I mean, it's cruel, cruel karma that two years later, right before the playoffs, he was there for us when we needed him. Like. It was like, he was like nurse, he was like a nurse in a fair, the nurse in a farewell to arms, No, you this, know, and then the, hey, he's been great, yes. and he, I think, I don't know what's going to happen, but this is not anti-Jordan Farr. I'm kind of with you from Saturday night, just seeing how calm Marsman is, like, he's just very cool, calm, and collected. They had a couple of set pieces that, around the box that were in dangerous positions, and I never was concerned not that I would be necessarily with far, but I just—he just has the look of a goalie that yeah. is going to make good saves. A lot of it's in the and look, make a man. lot of the difficult saves look pretty easy as well. He's a big dude. Yeah. Like, uh, obviously, this was my first chance to see him. Like, now he gave—we gave up three in the game against Tampa Bay. Of, I didn't think any yeah. of them were his fault. I did see yeah. all the goals. I didn't think any of those were his fault. None of them. One's a PK. One's a header. One's a deflection. Nothing he could do. Yeah, but listen, listeners just. Get used to him. You're going to see him in goal. He's going to be our starting goalie. Hey, and if he gets hurt or something happens, he gets a red card. Yep. Jordan Farr is one of the – maybe the best keeper in the league. Well, not this year, but capable of being the best keeper in the league. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't what, – what was the context in which you brought it up? What was the question? Who's your starting keeper? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean I was pretty, surprised. I mean, pretty obvious. I wasn't sure that this was going to happen – I was a little skeptical, but seeing it in person, you see it. You know how conservative I am. I lo- I like to I see a routine done well. And, and oh, but also... done perfectly. You like to stick with your guys. That I am loyal. I'm I'm surprised. A, I am a loyalty guy. This is like the James Gang brings in a new center forward the week before the playoffs, and then we and started, start him. It's yeah. like, oh, great, this motherfucker. Well, we started hating when he first showed up on the scene. <laughs> we did. <laughs> but so I don't think did. this guy is... Is exponentially better than every first <laughs> player on the field than than Hayden was. That yeah. So anywho, what else you got? What else you got for me? Keep keep them coming. I like this. Uh, well, this is a, a stale question. Has Marcina lost the group? So I'll, let me let me amend it. That was from last week when we had all those losses and ties. So I'm going to amend that to say too much chopping and changing. I mean, this is I think we addressed this. I think this week it had it was out of necessity. But overall, signing a new goalkeeper, we got the big oh. dude in the middle that I've never heard of. Joe, not Joe. No, because I'm going to bring up the point that you texted me, which was a great point. Mm. It's like, dude, Clayton. I'm looking at our full roster head. You had marked it like you see the we, little blue marks. Yeah, you had you marked. You were like you were looking through. Is this guy legit? Like, <laughs> well, Because I could this guy legit. Didn't count, and I want to count the academy guys because there's like 40 guys on, on the team. Good, that's a good. That's 40 a, guys on the roster. That's a good cutoff mark. Like if you're if you're on the roster and. You've played. you gotten on the field like this season. Then yeah. So uh, we we go twenty deep now. Twenty five. Twenty five deep. Yes. Twenty five players that I've heard of that I've seen play that are good professional soccer players. Twenty five deep. <laughs> That's There's right. no USL teams that can that can do that. There's no USL teams that can say that. So and that that'll tie into um, with regards to Chop and Jake. No, because or no, because Ooh. we have that many that you can play that he has confidence in and. Pre- Kudos! Hats off to Tulu. Great, great segue. So, dude, Predator, new name, Predator, the Predator, Predator. I don't remember what you called the movie. Pretty good too. Woo! My God, did you see him rise up and win headers in the box? Like, I know why you love him because he ran along the sideline, hooting and hollering, getting the crowd. No, I loved him because any ball that was in the box, he was winning, and just he was a beast. How do, they, the how, do they, beast. how do they not mark him? I don't know. Smart He was right in front of me in the end zone. He took like two little steps back. That transitions into goal number two. Yeah. On the goal, he takes two steps back, and they all just stand there. And he is – I mean, he didn't even jump. His feet were planted, and he – Oh, I'll do a Clayton. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to – rotate my trunk, and just get my whole Tulu into and it. And played, played it back across leg. the exact opposite way that the keeper was going. Oh, he just got that, that body whip. Man, it he was a beautiful it. header. Wonderful header. And that's not even why, why I was transitioning to the props to him. It was for the defensive effort. Mm. It, it really was for the defensive effort that I saw. Like, he was, spectac- he was spectacular back Where's there. Where's he been all year? Well, I mean, he's been coming in in mop-up roles. Like to add an extra center back, and sometimes it's worked and sometimes it hasn't. Or even defensive midfielder, I think. Once or twice. Right, and, but like we haven't been winning a lot of these games Ooh. recently, so he hasn't gotten as much playing time as he probably. There's no victory cigar when you're not winning. He can't play that last 15 minutes shut him down role. Yeah. When we're tied. All right. But coming in at a spot start, great job. I was worried. Were when you? I saw his name on the sheet. I was were like, you? Haven't seen them play ball like that. Just seen him kind of run in and head. Yeah. But he was, he did everything well. I mean, he was, he was spectacular. And, uh, that Eloski guy, uh, who just got sold to Europe, yeah. he was going to Europe. That guy's a handful, handful, dude. What is and he leading scorer this year? I don't know if he is this year. He was last year. He's got the most goals in the last two years combined. He scored like that. 25 last year. And then they just sold him Denmark. They, I, yeah, yes, a Scandinavian country of some kind. Yeah. And, uh, and he, and, but he's staying with them till the end of the season. Yeah, but I mean, shut down. That guy wasn't. That guy wasn't very dangerous, was he? Hell, uh, nobody on their team was very dangerous. Alaski missed one like in the 80th minute. That's how long it took for him to get a good look. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, if it you all. if you limit that guy to one chance and he doesn't bury it, then you've done a damn good job. I mean, head. this just looked like 2022 SFC or better in that we controlled the ball too. I mean i I don't know what the whether it was a formation change whether it was a maybe they got tired of of hearing some you know we you've been figured they they figured you out or you know it's and you've got a target on your back, so... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I don't think you can just flip a switch like that. I'm not so stupid as to think that, like, oh, nope. just seeing the bull, bulletin board type material is going to get you to play better. You could see in the celebrations that it meant something. Yeah. This was not 4 nothing. yay. There was, an this intensity, was a intensity. There was an intensity there from the very beginning. Yeah. But with all those chances we had in the first half, I thought we were potentially going to get burned. Yeah. Where, one of those... Cause I kept saying to the people around me, including my own son, like, uh, like, man, when you get this many chances, you have to step on somebody's neck. And I thought that I thought it was gonna be one of those type games based on what we've what we've seen this season, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, we've had some of those games where we haven't stepped on people's necks. Yeah. I just feel like it was that you could see that the frustration was relieved. And man, I'll tell you what, to go back to last week. The three- three game, I mean, few cliches here, but one of them is two to nothing's the most dangerous lead in soccer, right? Yeah, listeners, that's a soccer cliche. people love to say it. So we get the two, lo- two nothing lead at explain home. why. explain why. It, it, uh, why is it? Because the idea is that you relax and once the and team you lose scores, intensity and once the team scores one than then the they momentum. momentum. Right. And everybody wants the Mo, but not everybody can have the Mo. Yeah, when I coached high school, in all of the great years we had, whenever we were going to have a good season, it would turn the whole season around when you're losing 2-0 and you win 3-2. Because half the time, you don't just score two. like right. You get one, and then if you get the second, the winning team is now on the ropes. Yeah, another adage or cliche that goes right along with it is they always say, the next goal is 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 huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is yeah. which leads right into it. But they always say because 3-0, you've stepped on their neck effectively, you know, like, but two to one, the mo is totally changed. Yeah, so them coming back, making it three to two, it's like the what, second best team in the East. Mm-hmm. This is a good team that plays good soccer with they scored good goals. Well, maybe not. Maybe that's an exaggeration. But to come back and score a third and tie that game was really, like, that's some good shit. How did you feel leaving that game since I wasn't there? Oh, oh I didn't go. I was playing games with my kids. Okay. Uh, watch, I chose to sit that one out because we just hadn't relaxed in a long time. I gotcha. Um, it just felt good because I was watching it in the background. It was like, when do you ever see a team lose the 2 nothing lead fall behind and then come back and score. Yeah, screw that's that's a rarity. I don't know if I've ever seen that out of that's a, maybe Liverpool or someone. Yeah. So that I think that showed good mentality or good mental strength to lose a big lead and then come back and tie it up and feel like, "Hey, we we screwed up, but we walk out of here like even." Was there a lot of tinkering between the the draw that we had the draw that we had before Tampa Bay? Was the draw that we had Line-up before wise. Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh? Yeah. Uh, No. Because we... I didn't get... Like I said, I just saw the highlights of the goals. No, we played Colorado Springs up there. So we came back for the Tampa Bay game. Oh, that's right. Tampa Bay game was good. It was good soccer. Good. It was everything we said it would be. High scoring. Right. Even. 2 highest high-scoring teams in the league. They tie 3-3. Like, if that's the final, and we go to PKs after a 3-3 game, like... Yeah. It's hard to... Hard to be pissed about anything in particular. They were missing players, as their dude pointed out. Like, oh, yeah. And what's-his-face left the game? Uh, your homeboy Ted Lasso Ted left in like Ted, the 30th minute. Forrest, for Forrest, don't call me Ted Lassa. Yeah, he had to leave the game with an injury. So they were down a lot of players. Who, is Tiny O lay it on him? I don't know why he got injured. Can we talk Tiny O's goal since we're... Yep. Yeah. That was a hell of a goal. <laughs> Woo! My friend who'd never been to an SFC game I brought to the game... He's a big Chelsea fan. Whatever, uh, was really. it was like that. Was a really nice goal. I mean, everything about it was nice. Everything about like, it, like the build up to it, the individual effort, the the finish was was just classy. Where where no one no one can get to it. It's going to the back of the net. It was just it was just what we what we've come to expect from him, but Ooh. hadn't seen in a while. Right Does that make in, sense? Yeah, but right in the middle of the field, that's hard to pull off. Yeah, Hell yeah, it is. Like, everyone knows what you're trying to do at that spot, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good, and we got the gritty. As yes. Is Charlie going to learn the gritty? That's, he's, he's interested in showing that one off for his next goal. Can he do it? <laughs> he, I mean, it looks pretty good for, for a six-year-old. It, it makes me laugh. You should try to get... Bring, uh, there's not a game for a while. You can get Tiny O to try and teach him. I was, um... Tiny O teach Charlie the Gritty. Wasn't real impressed with the crowd this weekend. 7,500? Real? Was there? Really? My friend who I brought, Scott, who plays with us on Sundays, was like, oh, this isn't very full. And I was like, actually, when you look around, it's it's pretty damn full. Um, I want to give a not props and a not kudos to the old man that got mad at me and my kids as we were leaving, um... Like telling us to hurry up and get out of the way. Is this an employee? No, it was a it was a guy. Just a he's a season ticket holder. He's about ten rows up. Why is like, he Why does he want you out of the way? Because we were t- we were going to give Dave a hug, and uh, my kids were going to give Dave a hug, and we were kind of in the like in the line of sight, like on the staircase, and it was just kind of okay, yeah. okay, move, get up there, go, go, just real. You've got some salty dogs in your section. You know that's that I I get, but like. I mean, you can do it to me if I'm being, like, drunk and and just standing there and being obnoxious. But I'm standing there waiting for my two-year-old and my... I mean, my four-year-old and my six-year-old to go give a hug to, you know, to friend of the pod, Dave. And this guy's, like, telling us, to hurry up. Come on, move, move. Yeah. I don't need that, man. Yeah. No. Whatever, but... People can, people can say, well, you should, Clayton. Get out of his way. No. Okay, I don't say that. I say, fuck that guy. Yeah. And like, Clayton, I don't know. When that happens to me, I try to just tell myself, like, not everyone's happy. And, like, you know, that's his behavior. Yeah. And that doesn't make it feel any better. But it can at least... Re- you were doing... I didn't well. go home and write his name down on a list or anything like that. You know no, what I'm saying? no, like, but, but... But I am going to bring it up. I am going to bring it up. So, for any of our (laughs) listeners that are anywhere near, like, if you see me walking up with my kid, walking up and down the stairs with my kids, (laughs) just know that I, like, I don't want to, like, have to chase my kids around and leave at halftime. But, you know, I do. So, give me some slack, people. Wait, when did you leave? We left at halftime. Oh, you weren't leaving halftime fast enough. Well, it was right before halftime. And there was, like, a set piece, like, getting ready to happen or something like that. I, I get it. I probably have told somebody to move. Maybe not somebody that was chasing their kids around, but you know I've told somebody to move or sit down or yeah, you know like I've I've been that guy so I'm whatever I'm just I'm just venting. You probably would have said it in a joking jackass way. Yeah, a little like, bit more like I'm trying to watch the game here. You make a better door than window, <laughs> you know something like old oh, go old man joke with it, you know. You left at halftime. Yeah, because they... What was a the score? one nothing. Yeah, it was one nothing, And I made it... Wow. And we made it back right when you were on the big screen. He told me that. I need to see this. I don't, it's like... Hey. Any of our listeners that watched on TV, t- text Matthew and let him know one minute so he can go see himself. You look thin, Matt. You look good. I'm famous. You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's good. You know? have been sick for a month, so... I, maybe they were... Maybe Ben had stopped doing something... Maybe Vamos Toro's Ben had stopped doing something fun and exciting, so they went over to you instead. He wasn't you know? there. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were looking for Vamos Toros Ben, and they got you instead. Friend of the pod, Vamos Toros Ben. Haven't seen you since our tailgate. Oh, where I, were you on Saturday? I know where he was because I oh. saw him post on Facebook. Oh. This is all kind of insider, like the name, <laughs> name dropping friends of the. For, um, he was traveling with his son for a for a soccer tournament. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> not that. Was it Corpus? I don't know. He said he put a lot of miles on the car. I think, I think it was Corpus and my some coworkers that listened to the pod were there. <laughs> Kid soccer crap, man. So anyway, can I get to the club soccer recap of the week? Whoa, is that was that one of your questions in the no, format? No. What what more what questions do you have left? Um, you like the 5 in the back better or the 4 in the back better? What would you play going forward? What's your default lineup? I mean, I'm I'm not going to let this one sample size result, like, oh, undo, undo years and years of, of history in the making. I'm going uh, Stephen A. Smith and disagreeing completely. Oh, love it. I mean, like, the energy, just the energy on the field, like, it was just better. And you know what? Like, sometimes... I don't think you can attribute that <laughs> solely to a formation change. Well... Or even at all to a formation change. I, I, I do, I mean, formations matter. I know you're all, you've always been a put-the-best-11-guys-on-the-field guy, but this gets more of our best players in good spots. Jorge I that. Jorge wasn't the third forward or withdrawn. He had three guys in front of him. Right, and it's not like they brought on a whole bunch of new personnel. No. Um, just, it's just They were in just different play, just Tulu, right? And when Z gets the ball, he has more people to pass to. When Hayes gets the ball, there's people in front of him. I, I ta- definitely like the idea of giving Z more creative options. We've talked to former players that played in this system in the center midfield that said, when I got the ball, the only option was kick it long, right? Yeah, I mean asses and elbows and fucking bang, bang it forward. I don't know, I like soccer. So I'd stick I, I would stick with this one until it shows limitations. Do you think there's any chance they actually do? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you think it depends on personnel or do you think it's a legit formation change that that he would consider at this point? I think he should. I need to go back and look at the Tampa Bay game to see if it was 4 in the back also. Yeah, cuz I don't remember. If Garcia played, probably not. Probably not. Because he's kind of exposed if you play 4 in the back. Oh, look. No, in my notes, we were 442. We were winning 2 to nothing. We took out Batista. No, we put in Batista and took out Nathan. So that switches to a three. And we tied three to three. Okay, all right. So. Were you holding on to that little nugget just to throw in there at the end? No, I was reading my notes and I saw 5 3 2 in the 61st minute, whereupon we got outscored 3 1. No, I, I don't do that. I'm, you know I'm not strategic <laughs> about shit. I, I just read it. What other questions you got? That's what I got. Um, I've got a question for you. Do you know where you'll be watching SAFC play Oakland Roots on Saturday? Live in person, baby. Good segue. I was more in regards to a facility. Where do they play now? No idea. (laughs) Going with my childhood friend Catherine to her house, and she'll take me to the game. And I'll walk in and be like, here we are. What are you excited about seeing in Oakland? I don't know. So listen, I'm going to the game. I bought tickets to San Francisco see some old friends, go to this SAFC game. Uh, the only reason I'm going is because her kids started playing soccer and became big Roots fans because the Roots contribute to local soccer in Oakland. And she's like, hey, we're into this new league. I see San Antonio as a team. Are you a fan? And I was like, yeah, I have a freaking podcast about it. What is, did, uh, you, did you know all that? Yeah, what, is, uh, what is Oakland doing like, where are they right now? Are they kind of at the bottom of the playoffs? That's a good question. Line? They're in seventh place. 41 points. So they're right. right on the border. They're la- They're in the last playoff spot. They had a dude score a crazy good goal that's up for goal of the week. Dude, the goals are, huh. go and check. Listeners, go and look. I know I kind of plug them sometimes, but the all four goals of the week this week on the USL website that you can vote for are exceptional goals. They could all be like... Like the root that the like the Z goal that we uh, yeah that we had up there like just four goal amazing goals two like bicycle kicks none of Literally, them from us really legit no but but just four good goals really not really Patino's good diving ones. header against Tampa Bay that's a spectacular no. goal do you remember it yes he jumps left heads right yes spectacular yes. goal that team back across yeah like, go- how do you even get enough power on it to do that if your body's and like, not if it, your body's not rooted down to the ground yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We didn't talk about his goal this week. Just chef's kiss, icing on the cake. Just humiliating to O.C. Yeah. The game was so over the moment he chipped the keeper. Yeah, he, uh, he's he got a way about him. That's for sure. Uh, so the conversation changed, Clayton. Last week, my notes from the game were in second place. We're going against third place O.C. We're kind of fighting for playoff positioning Against someone that's ch- this week, Sacramento loses two nothing to the Springs. It's all on now. It's, it's, it's on something something different to play for. People were pretty negative with re- after that Tampa Bay game. Yeah. Where, well, we're not going to catch them. So, and people were talking like people were like, "Well, we just need to be lucky. We're going to be lucky to hold on to second. Do we know just 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 first get a bye or do first and second get just a buy? Just first gets a bye. We only got three games left. I didn't realize there's that." I thought it was just too tight. I thought we it was just Indianapolis and At Oakland, Oakland, at the AC, OC, and then... Oh, we have OC again, that's Indy right. back home on Eclipse Day. Whoa. I, know. I don't know what that is, but... The solar eclipse. Oh, okay, all right. We're one point back of Sacramento. They got 55, we got 54. We researched this at the game. The tiebreaker is... Head-to-head? Head-to-head. And then goal difference in that head-to-head... And we lost to Sacramento, didn't we, when we went we there? We drew and lost. The, there was that 3-1 loss at Sacramento where I yeah. got red-carded. So they have the tiebreaker. we got to finish ahead of them. Three games, one point. It's doable. I mean, it's all to play for right now. If you know? we don't take first, we would host Oakland again second year in a row because they're in seventh place this I field. think there's so much that could probably happen. I know, but... The- just say Saturday's game is a potential. If the game ended, if the season ended today, this would be our playoff match. In up. a selfish, terrible way, I kind of want us to finish behind Sacramento and have Pittsburgh finish it, so I have two chances to see a road game that I haven't gotten to see this year because I thought I'd get. To you see would go to see us play in Sacramento? Sure, why not? Whoa, I mean that's probably a pretty <laughs> cheap ticket. Like how many people are going to Sacramento? Oh, they get. Go- oh, you mean flying? Yeah. Yeah, if they you have know. flights from San Antonio. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited. I've, that I, seems like a very Southwest Airlines destination, doesn't it? Totally, totally. <laughs> I'm sure it is. That seems like a Herb Keller special right there. Last year when we played Oakland in the playoffs, we got to meet the owner, or I got to meet the owner and the GM. I need to reach out to them, but I said I want to go to this game, Clayton, so I'm excited. Dude, this is going to be super cool for you. It's it. going to be different. Super cool. Who knows what the scene is like, but I'm excited. Anything I should do there? I've never been to Oakland, so I have no idea. Uh, they are negotiating with the A's about the stadium. Have you seen that? No. They've been negotiating to build a stadium in the Oakland A's parking lot. I saw that they started a women's team. Huh. This. Um, it's the roots and branches or something like that. Like, I don't know. It's the roots. It's something like. Okay. Whatever. They started a women's team. I didn't see that. All right. That's what I got for that. You want to talk about Puto pick four? You want to talk yeah. about... So let's combine that with picks. around the league. Was there anything? Ooh, was anything vineyards. Ra- hey, vineyards. I saw Dr. Joe at the at the game. Yeah? Yeah, we were both leaving in about the 88th minute. Doing the beat the traffic walk. Did y'all do some planning? Uh, Planning, vine- vineyard trip planning? No, that's not on the docket yet. Okay. Soon enough. All right. We're getting there though, huh? Yeah. I mean, we're coming down to it. It looks like from what intern Josh says. Spurs fan rig has been in first place for like 10 weeks. I think Caroline... So maybe 10 weeks total. Caroline's like, probably the only one that's got a chance of catching him. I, I I don't know. I mean, remember, we're counting playoff points. Oh, that's a big deal. I mean, obviously, he'll have all his teams probably make the playoffs. But, I mean, like if they were to all lose in the first round or something like that. Shout out to Spurs fan rig for putting it on the USL tactics thing. Yeah, saying, saying, why don't you guys do something like this? These guys are doing something very cool. Well, the the contra- It was like controversial opinions and one of them was like, no one actually follows the league. Everyone just follows their team. And good point by him, which is like, I didn't either, man. I didn't follow the league before this year, but now I watch Indy. I watch, I watched some Phoenix versus someone last weekend. Because uh... I wanted to see how they were doing. I think they were playing some. I watched some OC versus I watched, uh, San- I watched San Diego. I watched the Loyal, A, because it's their last season, B, I own them, and they had like an 18-year-old kid or 16-year-old kid come off the bench and come da- back from like a 2-1 to loss and win like 3-2 to huh. and score two goals like in the last five minutes, you know? And, like, so I've been watching stuff like that all season long. Yes, I've been watching more USL this season because of this. I don't know if that's something to be proud of. No, whatever, it's but, it's, but a thing. It's, it's a thing. We've contagioned ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> around the league, around the league. The Springs beat Sacramento. Charleston got a 2-1 to win with two goals from that Mexican youth kid. Yeah. 17-year-old. Um, uh, this, this is not good radio. I don't. Is there anything you remember that you wanted to point out? There wasn't exceptional. I mean, just my teams, but I, there wasn't anything... That, I, that was really eye-opening about my teams. Around the league, look, we're getting to the money time of the year, all right? Yeah. And, we're but, looking at playoffs. I'm looking at USL Cup, November I mean, 11th. I bet there's probably, and intern Josh could probably find something like this, there's probably like teams that with only three games left could end up in like second place or, th- or third place, you know, maybe. I feel like the East is pretty set. Because I'm looking at who's in the lead in the East... And who's above us in points, and it's Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, and Charleston. Those are the three places that today we would have to travel to. Those are good places to travel. Yeah, for. I know. Like I it's, said, I be wouldn't fun. mind going to any of those Charleston? Places. Anywhere. Tampa Bay? Yes. Fun. Better than, like, Loudoun. Yes. Or, I don't know where Sacramento. <laughs> well, apparently you're going there. We'll see. Um, Not a lot for around, for around the league, but Becker Vineyards... Michelle still securely in last place. Uh, Spurs fan rig securely in first place. Everybody else just kind of jockeying for position in between. Yeah. You know? If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Do you have a free kick, Clayton? I don't. Not off the top of my head. Free kicks brought to you by Trevino Tile. Three generations of ceramics and tiling needs. Trevino Tile asked for them by name. Hey, Willie. Did he win that jersey that he... That he put a book. Oh, on, I don't know. I need to ask him if we trying to kick childhood cancer. Yes. Uh, I saw you. Hey, shout out to you, buddy. For what? Rocking your Josh Yarrow childhood cancer jersey on Sunday morning. Yeah, you know, they had been uh, they had been doing the thing on at SAFC and great, great job at SAFC, you know, publicizing it, doing doing what you can to bring awareness to a good cause or a cause that trying to eliminate, however you want to look at it. And I was like, you know what? I won one of those jerseys a while back, and it was a cancer job. I'm going to wear it on Sunday morning because I was thinking about it. So I was doing some advertising. You know what? And I saw some of those orange jerseys on Saturday night. We haven't even said, like, Saturday night was pretty nice. I had a great time. I had my 4-year-old and my 6-year-old. saw you. And I had them all day by myself. I had coached soccer. I had a lot of soccer on Saturday. And I was like, oh, this is... This could be dicey, and I even had some uh, potty break issues with the girl with <laughs> Hannah on the way there, and and we just we had a great time, man. They they were well behaved. Charlie just watches the game now, and like is super <laughs> into the game. So I really just have to watch Hannah, you know. I had the same like I, it had been years since I didn't tailgate, didn't meet you in the parking lot. I just showed up with Brady. We rolled in at like seven o'clock. We parked real slow. We walked in real slow, kind of did the stadium tour, said hi to you, said hi to Dave, sat in my seats the whole game, the f- and left. I was like, you know what? That was just really cool. The family-friendly experience is, is just as good as the, the pure soccering uh, experience sometimes. It was just chill. I yep. think it was a good crowd in that way. It wasn't the craziest crowd, but it was good. For sure. I have a free kick. Give it to me. Wednesday night, Inner Miami, Houston Dynamo. The U.S. Open Cup final, Clayton. We try to pimp the U.S. Open Cup. Wait, I am interested. Messi's first. Did they win the League's Cup? They did. Messi beat Nashville. Remember? Good God! Second final in two months. Bringing hardware to enter Miami, dude. Bringing trophies. We're trying to anyway. Second chance, and who would have thought? So it's... they didn't play him. They didn't play him last night against Orlando. They sure didn't. And I mean, they're they're. It's not back against the wall time for the playoffs for them. But, I mean, it's a, definitely a choice that had to be made. Yeah, and he's just coming back from Argentina duty. The rumor was they're saving him for this game on Wednesday night, correct? Yes. That is why he didn't play. Yeah, they want to get trophies there, right? Can, can I just take you back to the world of the FA Cup kicking off in March? The world where I made this bingo card Yeah. with things like Fat Player, uh, Muddy Field... Jerseys with no sponsors on them, a fight, <laughs> maybe a triple-digit number, old men drinking on a fence with maybe a goat or a sheep in the background. In the FA Cup? Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, that's my FA Cup bingo. Mm-hmm. I meant to say US Open Cup bingo. I was looking at the wrong bingo card. Yeah, I was Crap. Like- I was like, wait, clothes on the line at the FA Cup? I mean, the... <laughs> hanging Laundry. <laughs> yeah, hanging, la- hanging Laundry is definitely an FA Cup thing. USA, National Teamers, like, all those things you get in the FA Cup and the US Open Cup. And now it's September and Lionel Messi's playing in the final, like... You didn't have that on your bingo card, did you? my bingo card. Did you? I think World Cup winner might have been on the card. That's probably on my FA Cup bingo. Not on my US Open Cup bingo. So... I'm proud of the US Open Cup for winning this year. Um, I believe it's on a very findable channel this on Wednesday as well. How about it's that? It's not a on Bleacher Report. Yes. On the internet. It's like on Fox Sports 1 or something like that. Like it's a very watchable channel. Someone bought it. I think it might be CBS Sports. Yes, it's on CBS Sports. Which Network. is Paramount Plus also? Yes. And probably just on regular Paramount maybe for this. Like if they're going to buy it, they probably put it on just regular Paramount. If Messi's on it. And also, since Messi's in it, It'll be on Telemundo or Univision for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. That's my family night, but the kids should understand if I want to watch some Messi for a bit. My um, my uh, my free kick is a question for you. Ooh, what's going on with the incendiary devices? What do you call your uh, the team that you coach? The Inferno. Oh, The Inferno, that's right. The Inferno's hot right now, tell baby. Tell me about The Inferno. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> tell, tell, me about, tell me about it. <laughs> I told you about it. Are you oh, just, I want to hear are you it. You're trying to let me, allow me to brag? I just Well, and I don't really have a free kick off the top of my head. Well, last year we won three games all year, if I'm not mistaken. All year out of like 18. And every one of those games had guest players coming to help us out because we were winless on our own and we stunk. Actually, you know, a couple of inferno, listen, one of my team dads walked in on his son listening to our podcast after the last game. So George, if you're listening, dude, the team's amazing. Love it. Never played. We were we're on a two-game win streak. We're on a heater. And like this is the first time on Saturday that no guest players. We've had no visitors this year, just our team. And the, honestly, the other the other coach came over. I didn't tell you this story. He came over during practice. and was like, guys, y'all look like a different team. Like, you look so much better. Like, I feel like all the hard work I've put in has paid off. Good plug right there. I have one. What I want to hear. Ra- gonna, wait, stop. What are you gonna do in Oakland for us if we're watching uh, at Alamo Beer? How are we gonna? Oh. How are we gonna find you, Matthew? Puro flag for sure. The, you're taking the puro flag. Oh yeah, definitely. That's what I like to hear. Look for me. How are the donuts? You have fifty seconds. Oh, the donuts are spectacular. They've just been absolutely dominating. When a team came up undefeated. from Floristville, a team came up from Floristville to play us this weekend. They're in the Alamo Heights. You team. don't just He's play the Alamo Heights, teams. We, uh, dude, the, they wanted a piece of the donuts. And we sent them back to Flowtown packing, dude. With their tails between their legs. The donuts... Final jumped, score? Ooh, double digits to maybe one. Ooh. Double digits to maybe one. You didn't give them players? No, th- I mean, they had plenty of players. They just didn't have the right players. I mean, good players. All right, we'll be looking for you, Matthew, in Oakland with the Puro SS, SAFC flag. Good night, everybody.